We're professionals. You know, it kind of worked out for us though, because none of us had to do like a half-hearted defense of someone yes. on our team and be like, "Well, at least at least she's <laughs> gonna potentially win." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, if, yes. if she were on your team and you won, you'd feel really. No, I'd no, I wouldn't. You guys. Uh, yeah. Okay, Jordan, I would Jordan feel needs, really. Jordan needs me. these dubs pretty yeah. bad at this point. Dubs or dubs. He's feeding for some dubs. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Round Podcast. This is mildly legitimate conversation amongst friends and lovers um, about college football and lifestyle, etc., etc. You can find us on the internet at www.thewheelroute.com. Do people still say www? Is that necessary? You don't ever whip out triple w dot? I don't know. Uh, We're also at the Wheel Route on Twitter. WheelRoutePodcast at gmail.com is the email address. And then you can go to, sorry, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever zombie version of Google Play is still out there. Um, And Stitcher and probably others. All the pod catchers are catching our pod. You know what I'm saying? Um, my name's Logan Winehouse. I'm on Twitter at Logwan the Dawn. Coming to you guys from Stewart, Florida. Where it's been hot. It has been pretty, pretty toasty around these parts. But life is good. Who else is here? My name is Jordan Shank. I am in Harrisonburg, Virginia, where. We're we're kind of doing the uh, tug and war mm. tug of war thing between the seasons. Winter and spring yes. are are trying to sort some stuff out between each other and uh, figuring out their place in life. So we're having fun with that right now. Um, I'm on Twitter.com <clears throat> at Shank Jordan, where uh, we've been having a lot of discourse. Not we personally, but that we the timeline have yes. ha- have been having a lot of necessary discourse i think about unpaid internships this week um it's the every 18 months we have this conversation yeah because because someone who looks in well anyhow a a certain type of person comes up and and naively suggests that they're the way to go and uh right yeah it's important to have these discussions did you ever have an unpaid internship i did and uh it wasn't because I thought like, oh, this must be done this way. It was yeah. just like a one month thing. I did one summer in college and I could only afford to do that because I had a job in Charlottesville during the school. Right. Year. So 11 of the 12 months of the year, I was getting paid for my work, which right. everyone should be getting paid for their work. But this was a, a one-time deal, so. Sure, understood. Emily, mm-hmm. you sort of had some unpaid internships. I sort think. of. I only <laughs> had unpaid internships. Or you had, in the rare case, paid internships in which we paid, and you oh, went we to work. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, which was tough. That I, was I the, get to pay tuition to just have an internship. To basically go semester. to work, which was awesome. a wild, like super wild um, thing to try to rationalize in your head. But hey. You're out here now, empowered to heal. Private Inc. practice. Crushing it. Private practice you know. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You, Helping dog. the people. Thank you. We've come a long way. I never had an unpaid internship. Um, not because I was, you know, 
anti them or whatever. But the I think the field I was going into was is it a field that lends itself very well to uh, paying an internship very little to capitalize on tremendous value for the work that an intern can provide. So yeah. they can pay you ten dollars an hour or eight fifty an hour or whatever it was I got paid and, and um, probably do clear a pretty good margin on my time given that I was you know essentially a seventy five percent of a functioning engineer at the point when I was doing the work. So shout out to Blackwell Engineering for helping me along uh, with my resume. I was one of the you know numerous men who matriculated through Grace Covenant Church and then Blackwell Engineering um, on my way to uh, career success. So shout out. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I get it. It's a, pri it's a privileged thing, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's, a, it's just a big sacrifice, right? And not everyone is equipped to be able to make the sacrifice uh, from a financial standpoint. So you got to be sensitive to that. But also, conversely, you probably should get paid for work that you do. Um, I, would, I would agree. Just like making it a... Uh, a rite of passage to just deal with things that suck uh blows so anyhow we got off the rails a little bit here who else is here is i coach e oh i guess i'm the lover portion of the show yeah We're you talking are about friends and lovers <laughs> just to clarify it's true uh life's going well still loving the new rav4 uh there you, are. you know zoom zooming we were able to haul a desk to the office yesterday great you know just having all the room for all the things did you get a chair got a chair nice how'd it go great did you set everything up did did you plug into the plugs on the yeah, back of your desk i did actually was it nice well it's nice lovely it's one of those situations where my desk plugs into the wall but okay. it has like an outlet strip on the back of it so i can plug all the things in it didn't think I liked it at first, but I was like, oh, this is actually very convenient. So. I was thinking about it. It would be nicer if the plugs faced, like, in. Yes. Because otherwise, like, you're not really getting that much closer yes. to the plugs. You're getting, like, I agree. 18 like, inches Like, it'd be closer. nice if the lamp cord didn't have to go, like, up and over. Right. Hmm. But at least you're not dangling down the wall ski. Yeah. So. No dingle dangles. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I do. So what kind of chair did you get? It's, like, a, uh, like, faux leather to kind of, like, match my couch oh that's right but it's not like a wheelie naga hide yeah interesting yeah found it at marshall's at this point i had gone to tj maxx home goods target i was gonna go over to like uh what is that place hobby lobby because sometimes they sell chairs and stuff but i really hate going over there hmm. oh i hate it so it's like eh, is it because let's it's in marshall's beach or is it because you just don't like going to, into hobby lobby both I feel like Hobby Lobby, sometimes, like, you can find some good, good stuff there, but, like, it rarely ever changes inventory. So, like... It's just you, set up weird, too. Like, yeah. the layout doesn't feel like a place I want to be. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You have to, like, look at a bunch of stuff just to find the thing you want, so you're, like, burnt out by the time you finally leave that place. It's so... It's awful. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Gotcha. But... Marshall's big su success. Got the chair, got a lamp, even found some new bedding. Wow. That's true. We are constantly in search of Oof. something that does not cause Uncle Uncle Logan to sweat <laughs> through the sheets. Yeah, the problem with the most recent bedding I bought, I bought it over like Black Friday and it was on sale and I was super excited about it. Number one, way hotter than we expected. That's that white wow. one? Yeah. And it like is a magnet for Nora's hair. Like you try to like... <laughs> wipe it off it i swear it does not come off and it's only for like front loading washers and dryers so 
I'm out of luck there. So it's I was like, a, you know I what? mean, like, what are they? What What are they gonna do? Are they gonna know? No, I think it's just like the problem is with the, the top loader. We use the more, top we use loader has like the irritator in it or agitator. whatever agitator. <laughs> yeah, Whereas front loading molester, doesn't. So I think it's just like <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. But I mean, it's not like front loading washers don't agitate the clothes. Right. It just doesn't have that agitator in the middle that tends to like tear things like that. The, the rigid thing. Uh, that, yeah. yeah. Okay. It right. also makes it more difficult, more difficult to like stuff the whole like comforter in the washer. Yeah, you really gotta like balance it because I have a top top load washing mm -hmm. machine in my apartment, and it's like when I'm doing sheets, I really gotta balance around. Uh -huh. the Otherwise, you get the gang 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 gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, really pour the batter in the bunt pan evenly. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you know. We went from like a comforter situation to like a lightweight quilt. That seems like it'll be hmm. a nice, nicer alternative. Back to your Mennonite heritage. Yeah, and it's cool. suitable for a top loading washer. So we're good I mean, to go. We already, we, but we already have a, a lightweight quilt on the bed currently. No, we have what we have on the bed currently underneath the, the comforter is just a bed blanket. A bed blanket. So okay. there's a blanket. Right? Then there's like, in terms of like layers that you're you going top to bottom together. here, outside to inside. You get your sheets. You usually then have a like bed sized blanket. Inside to outside. But okay. Yeah, okay. Like above a blanket might be a, um, what are they called? Duvet? No, that's that's heavy. A bearskin rug. Oh, I can't think. There's a name. I can't think of it at the moment. But then you might have your qu a quilt. Then a duvet and then like comforter in terms of range. Holy of moly, life. who has that many layers? You don't yeah. put all of those what things. Kind of I'm just saying from like light like oh, heavy could, can you imagine No wonder Logan Holy moly. No one's putting that many things on their bed. I'm just explaining like the number of choices okay. we have. Coverlet. That's what I was thinking of. Coverlet? Yeah. Wow. It's basically just like Cover a lit. drape for your bed. Like doesn't really add much in my opinion. I would. I would assume not. Well, bravely, we are soldiering into the future with just a top sheet and a, a, a bed blanket. Yeah, that's what we've been sleeping with lately, yeah. Now, I have a question. Is the plan to replace the bed blanket with this white thing or to add the white thing to the bed blanket? The white thing will be, like, the thing you keep, like, over the bed when you're making the bed to make it look nice. Oh. But then you oh, can okay. fold it to the end of the bed when you're tucking yourself in and then we when we have those cold january nights right. you know we can keep the quilt all right this is a very long on a stick no i know i mean I, I apologize. I'm, I'm i'm learning i'm learning things yeah this is a lifestyle podcast speaking of lifestyle what are you guys drinking tonight anybody got uh, i've got share? another one of these uh aha waters the strawberry cucumber Ooh, oh, nice. how is it i've been wanting to try that it's one good I, I've this is my second box, so I'm a repeat customer at this point. Does it demand a little bit of gin? Um, there, I, there's not enough cucumber in there. To oh, okay. where, like, I'm sure gin would do fine in it. <laughs> sure. Um, I'd, I'd probably maybe lean vodka over gin, but um, that's you a gin just, guy. That's you went on, you went on gin? Not typically. Interesting. I I'm sure we've had this discussion before. There are certain ones that are great, but I like the the less junipery variety, which okay. which will blend to less pine solly flavor. So, understood. That's the common complaint with gin. 
Mm. I get it. I like the floral notes of a gin, though. Yeah, but I think some people find it very piney, not necessarily floral. Like they like they'll be like, "Oh, it's like drinking a Christmas tree." Ugh. Supporting dry February that I'm. It is. I'm Jordan. I'm happy to announce that it is resealable season. We're back, (laughs) baby. Uh, Back in a big way. This is March. This is March. Yeah. Right, it's resealable season. Um, had some buddies over to uh, do some demo work at the house this weekend, and uh, you know, it's like picked up the nine the nine pack of resealables because it was time. It's time oh, to get back yeah. to it, As, especially when Nothing... you got like dust and debris floating around from demo. You just and screw the boy, cap back on, and your beer right. is safe. Exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, little little Miller Light, still still one of the goats. One of the goats when it comes to crappy light beer, Miller Light. Gotta say it. It's hard to beat. It's my go-to. Corona's fine. See, I don't, I don't fold Corona in, even though Corona is crappy for whatever reason. I, I hold Mexican beers off to the side as their own genre. Mm, okay, I see. You keep them Cervices. on the other side of the border, so to speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. Unless they come here legally, that is. Unless they brother. do it the right way. <laughs> Through a shipping. In that port. case, I would agree with you that Miller Lite is one of the better, crappier American beers. Yeah. The better crappier. Uh, excellent. Awesome. Jordan, what is popping in Rocktown? Tell me something good. We did not have a tremendous episode of The Bachelor this week, so we, yeah. we you know, we're free to explore. We're here. just winging it. Uh, uh, so I guess Rocktown landscape development wise, um, the Panos has been fully leveled. So wow. RIP to the Panos. Wow. Um, that what's going in there so that i think they're that's part of the overarching second high school in harrisonburg project um i don't know that the actual school building will occupy any of that space but i think it was it's just like part of that whole project uh type deal also harrisonburg is so booming apparently that we have two ups stores now and and I'm I'm still learning that the hard way. I went to the wrong UPS store today and stood mm. in line for about 20 minutes to pick up a package I missed yesterday. Um, and so I got mm. all the way to the front of the line only to realize I was at the wrong UPS store and had to mm. go out. And, oh, uh, no. Uh, the walk of shame. At least yeah. you had a mask on so they yeah. couldn't see you. Total shame. I laughed. I laughed out loud so hard, actually, that people looked at me startled. And then I just <laughs> don't even care anymore. They they don't matter. I didn't know any of them. So. Right. That's right. Well, shout out to Hberg for being booming. I know it is always wild to go oh, visit because yeah. it, it, it do be booming. It do be booming. What's going on at the top of the hill up there where the former Donovan's framery was? Any any developments up there? Is oh, that that's, uh, still there? that's Omar's barbershop now. That's, oh, uh, really? Yeah, he like he moved out of his... Well, I don't know. He still might have his little location in there in the uh, Oriental Cafe strip mall by Costco, but he like he painted the whole building black, pretty much. Uh, it's, okay. it's definitely a different look aesthetically, um, but apparently that like whole complex is his barber facility now, so... How many guys has he got in there cutting hair? I mean, that's a pretty no serious idea. piece of property. I, wow. I cut my own hair, so I, I don't I don't have a great uh, bead on the the barber scene in hair. Oh, you got to start getting tuned up by a barber. There's no there's there's no better treat yourself experience than getting tuned up by a 
I like Sparver. Oh, yeah, in a pandemic, especially when I'm making so many public appearances. <laughs> well, yeah, it's fine. Just saying. You gotta do what you gotta do. I'll, I'll take it under consideration. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, Emily, what do you want to share? Well, I think you more want to share the renovation updates. Oh, no. I mean, I mean listen, people probably don't care. We're re- we, have, we have moved in officially to redoing the bathroom. We demoed our master bathroom this weekend so big times we ordered a uh our uh, I, I teased it before the pod probably pre-recording but uh our vanity came in this morning at 6 27 a.m via penske <laughs> truck all, delivery it was originally supposed to arrive march 8th yeah and which would have been perfect because that's a monday and we're both home on mondays however i get a call on my and we were home. planning to like kind of Potentially have the, the room ready for it by right. March 8th. Uh, so I get a call on my way home last night from home delivery is all that pops up. And it's like an automated it phone will be call here tomorrow. between 7 and 10 a.m. And you'll get a phone call 30 minutes prior from the driver to confirm. Allegedly. Six, Which would have been 5.58 a.m. if you guys are <laughs> grading at home. For the keeping score. 6.30 a.m., Logan's in the shower. My alarm literally goes off at the same exact time that the doorbell starts ringing. I'm like, oh, boy. <laughs> Thankfully, Logan pulled one for the for the team here, and uh, he went to the door in his towel versus hey me. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought it was, like, the na- maybe the, the neighbor kid got locked out, or maybe there was, like, some some, some was going down in, in the streets or something, and I needed sure. to kind of. I was whatever I was being advised of the situation. No, it was just the guy with the vanity here. And like he like listen, it was early. I can't fault him. He was not in the best mood um of of any of the, the delivery guys. And just like I think a little bit annoyed that he maybe had to like say, you know, wheel the two hundred and fifty six pound box. It all came assembled. Shout out. Great. Happy to see that. But um it uh yeah so then at six you know forty seven a.m. Emily and I are out in the front porch, uh cutting. I put pants on by this point, but we are cutting the box open so that we can then just hoist it and move the uh move the vanity inside. So anyhow, good times, good times there. Mm-hmm. We purchased a shower yesterday that should be here this weekend. Um, on top of other like maybe awkward Home Depot oh god delivery slash home appearances today, uh. Okay, it was not the best night of sleep for your girl, and I didn't have to be at work till 12, so yeah. I thought, you know, I'm just going to take a mid-morning nap on the couch, turned on The Crown, one of the most boring shows on Netflix available, and eventually like, kind of fell asleep to only be uh, awakened once again by the doorbell. <laughs> and, and a big someone from Home Depot. Yep. <laughs> the window guy, who was scheduled to come meet with Logan yesterday, again, on a Monday when we were both home, decided that, no, he put it in his calendar for today at 10 a.m., kept insisting that's what it was. I'm like, sir, I just have a really hard time believing that. Like, Logan is never home at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday, but, like, I'm happy to help you. Well, I even remember, like, I I should have called him yesterday because I thought he was going to come yesterday. I was like, hey, I talked to him last week. Hey, man, I'm home all day next on Monday, and I'm home every afternoon. So... Any of those times work, but Monday would be great. And, you know, he's a salesman. He's like, oh, you know, the longer you wait, the longer the line gets. I was like, yeah, I know how this works, Jim. 
But um, anyhow, so God, God bless him. He showed up today at like 10 a.m. And, you know, got Logan on the speakerphone and the three of us banged it out, figured it out together. Yes, we did. But oh, my word. Wow. Logan really owes me for dealing, having to deal with Jim. Jim I felt today. like I asked. I felt like I asked some good questions. You did, yeah. The the doorbell ring when you're not expecting anybody is one of the most startling. Oh. Like, <laughs> like if you know, okay, somebody's going to show up within the hour, and I can like, I'm expecting to hear that tone at some point. That's one thing, but when it's just like out of like we we were supposed to have the the maintenance team for this apartment unit come through and test our smoke detectors uh before january 1st and like i i've been working at home the whole entire time nobody's shown up to do it do it but i figured like well maybe they came in like they snuck in while i was out running an errand or something like maybe that just overlapped and this guy like showed up two weeks ago rang my doorbell and I like, and of course it scared the piss out of me cause I wasn't expecting <laughs> anybody. So I go open the door and he's like, Oh, Hey man, can I check your smoke detectors? And I was like, weren't you supposed to? Yeah, I know. I know. Don't like he, he was, not, <laughs> he's not thrilled. Cause apparently like half the crew had quit and there was a Ooh. mutiny or something. And so they were very shorthanded mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, so a, like, a likely story, but yes. Yeah. You told him, lucky for you, I test mine every month as is recommended on the package. Right. So. I, yeah, I have my notice from last year up here on the fridge, sir. And I do all the testing. So just get you out. Push the button. Yeah. Beep. Yeah. And we have the, uh, we have like a video doorbell too. So like oh. you can check on your phone and see who's there. Like, is it but, just Amazon delivery? They're dropping something yeah, off and the leaving? Or tone... do I need to put a bra on? <laughs> Which one yeah. is it? The doorbell tone is a little bizarre. It's different because it's a different doorbell. And yeah, it's just a little, you know. Can you lot. get a custom doorbell tone? Like when, when we had custom I think we can change. back in the I day? I think we can change the tone. I think we can change the tone. I mean, I don't know if I can get like song or something. Yeah, I don't know if I get like party like a rock star to come on or anything. But I'd be worth looking into. We could try. (laughs) Yeah, really, I would love that at six twenty-seven when um, I'm fresh out the shower and party like a rock star is blazing in my house. What was the Kanye song we were listening to last night with the piano intro? Yeah, just have that going. (laughs) Just a single thing. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. Everybody knows it. Plays the hits. Run away. Uh, Run away from the baby. That could be our, our uh, doorbell ring. All right, I'll look into that. I'll see if we get the rights. Connie's got some free time. Excellent. Here. Uh, but yeah, no, we're trudging forward here. So we're, we're going to get a few, we're going to get some windows done. I think we knocked that out. We decided that would be a good thing to do from a resale standpoint as well. Some impact windows. So next time you come, join, just feel free to hit drivers directly into the window um, yeah. for a little practice. And we'll, we'll test the impact. See yeah. what kind of impact it they'll, they'll still be well within the warranty time frame. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I'm planning on just going full body into these a couple times just to try <laughs> hurtling. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that's, uh, I guess, a little... Actually, that's not very exciting, but in, in, in some ways, our windows are so crappy. But, oh, like, I'm looking so forward crappy. to being able to open the windows and not, like, yes. kind of in the back of my mind worry about it. Uh-huh. So... Anyhow, why simple pleasures, right? Yeah, adulting at its <laughs> finest. Uh, homeowner, but time. hoping to pick up some good positive momentum here with the um, the master bathroom, so we can carry that momentum out 
into the rest of the house. Kind of like how I clean, you know, start yeah. like in the in the front and disperse. This time we're just moving back. That's why you eat an elephant, Emily, one bite at a time. You know, I just thought it was a wise idea to start with our master bedroom and bath. So when we're doing construction in the rest of the house, we at least have a place where we can retreat to. Yeah. So you, you have know? a sanctuary of sorts. Yes. We didn't even sleep in the master bedroom last night. We slept no. in the front room. Oh, it's so dark and cold in there. It's so nice. Yeah. Uh, our bedroom is still time. just a little. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like a little much to be getting up in the middle of the night and having to walk down the dark hallway to the other bathroom. Well, plus it, it smelled like freshly demoed uh, room, which, you know, it's a little off-putting. You kind of like, uh, you get a little bit of lumber smell with a little bit of, you know, potentially dank uh, bathroom oh. wall smell. And you're kind of like, yeah. I need to be sleeping in this. Little, you know? little whiffs of insulation here and there. Yeah. yeah. Just let it go ahead and die down for a couple days. Maybe it's maybe fine though. The, the new there. vanity that's just hanging out in the main hallway is just like. <laughs> what did Emily say? The toxic fumes from oh, the new vanity. I don't are know so what's much. going on. I think they it painted awful. it. They must have sprayed it Whoa. and like painted oh, like a, it. It's a like varnish or some finish on yeah, it. Yeah. It, it is, it is potent. potent. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can taste it. <laughs> anyway. Very sensitive. Uh-huh. Such a sensitive little nose. I'm like Nancy Martin. <laughs> you know, my mom, she smells everything, I swear. Yeah, I know. You always do the thing where you're like, That would be the um, worst Logan, if you could just to have. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. an incredible like a, smell. Like a yeah. Labrador retriever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More like a hound, right? Like a yeah. bloodhound? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of lifestyle and bloodhounds, got a little, got a little, uh, got a little... <laughs> Freaking gun time in this weekend. Oh, yeah. Shot some birds, played with some dogs, managed to not shoot the guide or my friend Pat, so shout out. Um, Had some quail nuggies. Made some, yeah, made some quail nuggies, which was, which was a good time. How was yeah, that? Yeah, one quail hunting. Oh, it was good. I mean, we also wrapped it in bacon and put a uh, put a piece of jalapeno in there, so. Sure. It was, you know, I think a lot of guys are like, act like that's, I mean, clearly you do that to make it taste like bacon. As one does, but um, no. I, I mean, I thought it was good. If you actually ate the quail on its own, it was. It wasn't like super gamey. I don't think they're just like chicken. They're not a big bird, so yeah. the breast, like the breast of a too. yeah, the bre- I mean, they're farm raised, so who knows? But like the breast of a quail is um, not big. Like a, it's like the size of like a large chicken wing. When you preface things though with like talking about the like buckshot that you might find in the. Oh, you just got a birdshot. Yeah. Birdshot. Yeah. Thank you. It's like, a, yeah, thank you. I realized that as I was coming out. No, I was like, good. I don't think it's the same term for those. But like when that's like prefaced before you have it, like, oh, like if you bite into something, this is just what it is. It's a little hard to like savor every bite. You know, you're like, is this going to be the one? You're where chewing I very bite carefully. In? Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, that's probably a good thing for your digestion that you chew carefully. Probably. I mean, what's a little lead BB amongst friends, you know? Could could be life and death, you know? Anyhow, <laughs> we, uh, we we shot off the wobble trap uh, to start, and that did not go well. I was a little disappointed in my performance off the wobble. Um, I'm usually decent on the wobble trap, too. So, uh, I mean, it's been a while since I've shot, so a little rusty yeah. getting back to it. But, uh, yeah, yeah, shot some birds. It was fun. It was, um, you know, Jordan maybe chatted a little bit about it, but it was... Uh, you know, you go to the gun range, you go shoot five stand, you go shoot sporting clays, and it's like, 
you get the speech at all times, right? Safety, don't walk around with anything in your gun, keep your gun open and unloaded at all times. Unless, unless, yeah. It's always loaded. Right, right, right. Keep it pointed down or up. No, never just swinging around like a crazy person. Um, Put it down when you get the chance, all that. When you're out in the field, walking with the guide and the dogs, it is not, that is not the case. It is like, he, he, he did say like, you know, when, when we see the, dogs like point on a bird then you guys can go ahead and load the guns which was good you know so you'd walk around with two shells in your hand and your shotgun in the other hand and just kind of like wait to load but like at certain points i mean you're basically just at the whim of wherever this little tiny bird and there's two guys that could shoot the bird right uh i mean at, at, a, at a given point you could just absolutely ice this bird two blasts of shotgun right out of the sky and um yeah so i mean the bird just goes wherever and then you have to like actually really pay attention to where the people are and where the dogs are. So you don't shoot any of those things. And it was like, I mean, it was, it wasn't like, I'm probably overselling it a little bit, but it just, it was vastly different than like the constant, you know, overbearing, overarching, like uh thing you do when you're like, you know, shooting the sporting clays or something like that. So yeah. it was a lot of fun. The birds are erratic. They always seem to like, when you fly them up, they seem to fly like at you and then over you. So that always creates for like a weird, like readjustment and, you know, just firing shots into the void. But um, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Hit some birds, had some, had some definite hits. The guide was bagging on us a little bit because we, um, we definitely missed a couple sitters, but Hey, <laughs> hey those were just the blanks in your box. You just yeah, got, exactly. got a couple blanks. Exactly. Shout out to Cousin Jack also for being the ammo plug up in Melbourne. Um, going and getting some ammo for us because it is not easy to find ammo right now. How yeah. uh, how how did you feel about your outfit? We teased your outfit during the oh. last episode. On, I felt good a, about my on outfit. an execution scale compared to like what what your planning process. Well, looked listen. Like. I got very sunburned on my face and I probably should have worn some sunscreen on my face. Uh, and I, I recognize that now. Um, and I <laughs> added to the list of things Logan's going to be improving on in 2021 wearing sunscreen. We've moved uh, on TV. from being happy about Christmas. We're going to focus on sunscreen this year. <laughs> yep. Right. Well, I'm not an anti-sunscreen person either. Like, let it be known. But I, I do often do the thing where like, I'll probably, I'll be outside. Like, I mean, I was in jeans and a and a shirt, full shirt. Yeah, it wasn't like. But I, it's uh, it's it dangerous like I was... too when you don't normally burn. Like you tan pretty easily, and yeah. so it's much easier for for you people just to be like, <laughs> yeah, I'll just go without sunscreen. It'll, it'll only be a couple. Yeah, of shirts. Logan definitely because like I came back with like the fishing. Like I looked like hey, I've been fishing like on the deep blue sea all day. I, I had the sunglasses like line. And, yeah. I would say like as much as you do believe in sunscreen, you do tend to do the thing where like uh, like if it's not a usual sunscreen wearing activity, that's probably I true. think it just like it leaves your mind. So like you'll go to the job site and stuff without sunscreen on. And I'm just like, you're going to be out on site, like walking around. We live in Florida. You should probably wear sunscreen on your face. So yeah, that's okay. We had to talk. Logan's <laughs> growing. He's realizing he's a man in his thirties. It's, it's been brought to my attention. The family that I history be, uh, of skin better. cancer. Our quarterly so. performance review. We talked about <laughs> <laughs> probably just wear sunscreen more often. Yeah. Right. But no, I mean, otherwise I wore PFG. I mean, it was hot. It was very hot. I mean, I we were, it. Trump and we were just like you get there's like a golf cart situation and 
I uh, drew the short straw and rode in the back of a golf cart with the two dogs um, for most of it. And so you're kind of bouncing around and, and flying around and stuff. But um, truthfully, the most fun part was watching the dogs work. They were like awesome. I mean, when you see dogs that are that locked in, it was really cool to see. And like they were good dogs too. Like they were, the guy was really good with them. I mean, you could tell they were also like his pets. They weren't just like working dogs. So yeah, they weren't just like tools for his trade, you know? So, um, that was pretty cool. He was kind of funny, you know, how, you know, Jordan, you fish with guides and, and stuff, you know, guides, they all have their guides little, are a different breed. Yeah. They all have their little isms. Um, but you know, he was kind of like, listen, I got two rules. It's like, don't shoot me. Okay. Cause my wife will be pissed and don't shoot my dogs. Cause then otherwise my wife will come and find you and be even more pissed. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. All right. Gotcha. So what, uh, uh, what were the dog's names? Uh, there was bandit. He was a German wired haired pointer, and there was uh, Rosie. She was a, a Griffin, Griffin wire haired pointer or something. something. Uh, my I uncle Dennis Rosie Montero have a Griffin. Yeah. Yes, it's a good, it's it a good dog name. I will say, like the most entertaining part as far as like when Logan and Pat came over and we like. Well, you live here, but Pat and Stacy then came over. Right. Is hearing uh, Logan and Pat talk for the rest of the weekend about like dogs and like, oh yeah, my dog points and like, it's kind of reminiscent of when you're a kid and you watch Mighty Ducks and you immediately put on your roller skates and you're <laughs> out in the cul-de-sac and you're playing hockey with your friends or you watch the Sandlot and next right. thing you know you're playing catch in the backyard like. That is what it reminded me of because, like, all weekend, Logan and Pat are just, like, messing around with the dogs and, like, <laughs> trying different commands and getting them to point at stuff. I'm like, this is classic. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but I just – I find it very interesting that, like, instincts are bred into dog, like, very, spe- very specific task-oriented stuff. Like, like listen, Laura's asleep <laughs> around us right now. She is a classic pet, you know. But, like, at the same time, she, she does have – if you take Nora to the beach, she'll go chase the bumper in the water until until she passes out. Mm-hmm. Like she you could, have to make her stop. She could care less about playing retriever in the yard, but if there's water around, like she'll duck waves, she'll, she'll punch waves, she'll get yeah. yeah, she'll get dumped over and spun around backwards and she'll pick her head up and, and find the bumper and she'll go get it and you know, and, and then she'll sleep for four straight days after a day at the beach because she's so tired. But like, you know, it I just think I, I just think it's fascinating that like yeah. that kind of stuff is like bred into animals like that. I mean, these dogs, I mean, he, he, he probably underplay some of the, some of the um, actual training that goes into it. But like, I mean, that's all off of smell for these, for these dogs. I mean, they just like smell the bird in the bushes. And then all of a sudden both of them are sitting there like freaking out tails wagging, like pointing right at the bush. You're like, and you know, the guy's like, all right, there's two in the bush boys. Or who's ready? Like, let's get this one out. And like, so he goes in there kicking and he like, uh, Actually, the first one that we quote unquote shot, he, I think he stunned it on his own. He went to like nudge it to get it to fly. And he like stepped on it and I think kind of mushed the bird. So, so he's like, all right, Pat, you ready? And he threw it in the air. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so, it was good. It gave us a little bit of a layup there to start, get, get the confidence up. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it was really fun. I mean, it was like, you know, you know how those like kind of like manly redeeming activities go to. It's like, kind of nice. It's just like, oh, this is good. Uh, we were very tired. It was a, it was a big day. Went to the gym, mowed the grass, and then went and hunted. In the and afternoon. then we cooked. cooked and then we cooked. Yeah. So Rice to rolls was... is hunter gatherers. Exactly. We didn't eat dinner till wasn't it like ten it was like o'clock? Ten, yeah. Very European dinner. 
Yeah. Had a cheese board, though. Love also cheese. very European. Yeah. Quail yeah, tapas. Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, so it was fun. But yeah, shout out to Pat. That was awesome. And uh, Mr. S- Mr. Scott, the uh, the guide um, who's a member of the Vin Club out there, got us on there on the uh, on the cheap. It was fun. Would do it again. Yeah. Would be interested. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but apparently there was a Ducks Unlimited event out at this place in Palm City where we were shooting before our hunt in the afternoon. And I guess they were doing a, they call it a tower shoot in which <laughs> this sounds ridiculous. Okay. But like they basically there's a tower. Okay. Shocking. And two guys go in there with a bunch of pheasants, I guess. And um, they draw like a circle, a certain distance around the tower and everybody kind of just like lines up out there. And then guys just like open up the tower and just start hucking pheasants like out and like there's just pheasants flying everywhere, just everyone's shooting them. From a to me, <laughs> just like I guess, yeah. To me, that doesn't that I mean that, that doesn't seem like hunting. That, that just well, seems no, cruel. yeah, that just seems like you just paid for some pheasants, just boom, boom. But I mean, anyway, just, that was interesting. I got some pheasant in the free in the in the freezer though. All for you, baby. No. You're going to have Pat back over. I know you like a little you. yard bird. Mm, you like it when I cook the yard bird. Yeah. little varmint. Oh, God. Um, well, guys, we do have a show to briefly talk yeah. about. The worst episode of every season. The women or men tell all. In this case, we got the women tell all. Yeah. <sighs> I mean. Really soldiered through this one. We really did, guys. I'm really proud of us. So, Jordan, tell me. What stood out to you the most about the women tell all this year? Well, I think, and this is maybe not a this year issue. It is maybe a larger issue across the franchise, but just like the amount of stuff they try to get done during these things makes it so that they just like, you get a taste of different, eight different things. And then like, then you're done, which I, I kind of get because you're trying to recap a season's worth of two hour episodes that also don't need to be two hours long. But anyhow, um, <laughs> but it's like you had six or seven different conflicts that we allegedly wanted to drill deeper into. And then we also wanted to dissect four right. different relationships that ended and broke America's heart. And then we and, also wanted yeah. to preview how things finish up for matt it's just they're trying to do way too much Perry and sarah was down. sarah wasn't even there yeah which is great like you they need to invite fewer women to these things and just pick give me three paragraphs this is like english <laughs> high school english paper writing 101 just give me three paragraphs and maybe an opening and a closing one you got five paragraphs that's a good paper the the tell all episodes they try to do eleven different tangents and nothing substantial gets accomplished. Nope. I yeah I think it either just needs to go away I as a concept, with that. Yeah. or we need some rebranding. Like because I'm with you, I feel like the whole like rehashing because that's all it is. It's just rehashing. We very rarely learn anything new about the conflict that yeah. happened nor do we get any resolve. We basically just get women yelling at each other again and like being really catty. Um, mm-hmm. And which is just not a good look and not what I want after dealing with this season in general. Um, I almost feel like a way of rebranding is like, 
again, kind of like pick fewer women, like women that it seems that we were really invested in and kind of give us an update on like, what, what are you doing now? How's life been since the bachelor? More like, give me a reunion, yeah. not a tell all, you know? Yeah. It, it yeah. felt a lot like an attempt to just like, okay, we're going to invite all of you here. And if any of you guys were involved in drama, here's your last chance to repair your image. <laughs> movie. Yes. Like it felt like an image rehabilitation special rather than an actual like, okay, we're going to mix it up with, with you people again. Like, yep. so. Yeah. Like it is, it is an interesting dynamic on the show though, to where like we see stuff go down on the show and then basically there's like a some sort of quasi gag order put on all these girls to like they can't really say too much even though they can say some stuff i'm not saying it's 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 all but like you know i, I mean i think Emily, your point is you you make you make a good point in saying like yeah it should be more just like catching up with the girls and like if there was some stuff that went on that we wanted to touch on and follow up on fine so be it but otherwise let's do some catching up let's see what's going on we don't need to like talk about, you know, our dalliances with with Matt and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of lame. And uh, I will say, some of these girls knew this was coming, said yes to being on the show, and then put forth a pretty crappy performance, performance. on the show. Anna, looking at you, Victoria, definitely looking at you. Not surprised on Victoria. But Anna certainly Anna's it. Anna's bad luck was that Brittany totally called her out on like uh -huh. you had opportunities to reach out to me oh, Brittany butchered her. since the show uh, and you didn't. Scene. So excuse me if it just makes it a little difficult for me to consider this sincere. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I want you to know how sorry I can't I want... over emphasize how sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh that was bad. And then Victoria like trying to Basically, like, yeah, was I in involved in drama? Sure, but, like, you guys are sensitive. <laughs> like, just completely went away from, like, you guys are all super sensitive about it and need to get over it, and I've been getting a lot of hate online, and it's pretty bad, so it's not near as bad as, you know. What I did to the, your face. This, yeah, the stuff that I've been going through from faceless Twitter egg, Trump dog 69 <laughs> is, is you know, is much worse than me calling you a... a bimbo and a hoe on national tv like come on yeah anyhow shocking lack of self-awareness out of her who would have thought that she would have yeah there's, doubled there's down someone on i just really didn't need like a redemption arc for yeah didn't need it yes yeah well well said well said um i think one one of good the to things... see her eye cleared up though i was worried about that yeah. i was worried they were maybe gonna have to good take to, the good eye. to get like the front of her bra instead of the back and straps you know so careful she gets teased she's been giving one. yeah she's been giving getting a lot of hate for that oh well and it's so. just as hurtful as being called a slore on national tv <laughs> <laughs> slore there was another slore reference oh no <laughs> so bad uh i thought it was kind of interesting the like katie stuff like it she just didn't seem to have any fans in the room i was kind of surprised by how many women just thought that like what she did was so toxic or pot stirring i'm like i just have a hard time seeing it that well way. i just it's it, yeah go ahead Jordan. well i think and this is kind of 
maybe uh, our buddy Jared kind of alluded to this in his Instagram stories, but like, I think part of their um, anger or vitriol is due to the fact that like it, it won her uh, Mm. admiration amongst the general public. Like it was received really well by the at home audience rather than like they got called out for something and she, instead of being seen as the bad guy or the instigator, like America embraced her for the most part seemed to. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a little bit of bitterness there potentially. I thought Chelsea had a really poor argument. Like she seemed to be someone who was arguing like the house wasn't toxic. You made it toxic or like there was no bullying in the house. And you literally just had someone go on stage who talked about how she was like, the rumors being spread about her that yeah. like ruined her life or whatever. But um, so well, I just I thought like, that was like a yeah. poor argument. Yes. It's one thing, like I heard an interview with P- that Piper gave where she made a valid point of like, she was like, I genuinely, there was things I didn't know were happening on the house until you watch the show back. Cause there's things yeah. you don't see you're not there for. She's like, I was aware that like some of the new girls weren't being well received, but I also didn't see the extent of how some of that went. I wasn't on that date where like the rumor happened. Right. (laughs) But like, I thought that was at least a better argument to like acknowledge, Hey, like I wasn't aware of this when it was happening or the extent to which it was happening, but to just deny it altogether and basically like call someone a liar or being fake for like bringing it up. That was just a poor look. I, I, another, another thing I brought this up last night, girls need to stop calling other girls fake because they change their mind about stuff. Like you're allowed to, you're allowed to like re- revise your opinion on things fact, based on how you should. Yeah, In fact, especially should. when new information so, comes to light. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, not everything, not everything is, is fake. And I mean, it's the same thing we see in, in politics and everything else, right? You know, you drum up a video from 1965 of some guy with a bad take and, and you hold it over his head. Regardless, that was weird. Chelsea's whole thing was kind of bizarre to me too. Like, Basically, her point was, if you hadn't said anything, there wouldn't have been any drama. Yeah. Like, if you don't, if you, like, if you don't acknowledge the drama, there is none. Yeah. Like, well, and that's, like that's just, like, not true. The virus, there are no positive right. cases. No cases. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No cases. So, um, yeah. So, that, that was just a bad that look. came from Chelsea, too, because I was, like. I was shocked. Like, what? I yeah. I expected more from her. But I also I think a lot. Katie didn't do a good job of explaining, like, here's why I went to Matt. Sure. Because she, like, if she would have just been clear and concise about, I had to say something to Matt because nobody would listen to just me if I brought it up and tried to put it into it. You guys were, that train had left the station a long time ago. It was only going to be taken seriously if Matt said something about it. Right. And if, like, people don't remember, Katie did, like, on that particular group date where stuff started getting out of hand with, like, the Britney rumor and all of that, like, she did try to like check people and like talk to people and they were just drowning her out. And like MJ was doing the whole like varsity squad thing and people were laughing. So like, it's not that she didn't try to talk to people about it. And I think we even saw glimpses of that sometimes too. when like the date cards would come in, but the one, one of the people I thought had a valid point that again, I think was a, Hey, like just something to consider was what have it been more empowering instead of Brittany necessarily going to Matt or even trying to talk to the alleged bullies to go to the women that she was perceiving as like being 
like victimized and empowering them to speak for themselves. Either A, going to Matt or going to the other women instead of maybe Katie kind of doing the whole like, not save your thing, but kind of like, oh, yeah, well, these sure. women are being victimized. I should rescue them. Yeah. Uh, I think that was Kayla's point. It was like, instead yeah. of rescuing them, like empower them. I thought that was a good point, a fair point yeah. to be made. Sure. I, I just think some of this too is like, there were so many girls in this season for a long time. And we, you just get the, every girl is just harping on like, oh, if only I had more time with Matt, only if I had more time with Matt. And I think that like everything that is perceived as cutting into your potential chance to have more time is seen as just a bad thing, regardless of if it's a noble cause or if it's the right cause or anything like that. And I just think a lot of these girls are still holding on to that. Like if they had had more time with Matt, maybe they could have been with him. Which is like, I mean, like, are we really like that stoked about this guy? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, he's super hot. We get it. But um, I don't know. He doesn't really move the needle for me if you, if you catch him adrift. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, I, I'm just tired of hearing him talk to people because it's, it's so <laughs> robotic and, yeah. and careful. And like, yeah. It, he, he seems way more concerned with like being thought of well coming out of this season than like actually have given sure. it a real shot and and potentially find it something i mean he seems very nice right like sure. we can all agree he seems like a super nice guy but i don't know it just seems a little dopey and also all the girls just lining up to thank him for their for the yeah. time was a little like, just odd yeah, like, but that, like that's back to my point. Like, I think he was more concerned with like getting all positive exit interviews from his right, This is true. Then, like, like they, they even like forced Piper to be like, Piper, would you like to reconsider you having a bad attitude about leaving? Like, <laughs> like, dude, the guy just dumped you. Like, the, you're the last person dumped before hometown. Yeah, like that, like, you're that allowed to be like upset. Very legitimate. Uh, yeah, uh, emotions <laughs> from Piper. Like, he doesn't have to backtrack on it. Right. Yeah, I would love to just have one of these ladies say, like, no, I'm not no, anymore I'm good. Let me move on. Oh, man. Love it. I would have loved that energy from Piper. That would have been nice. Piper would have been congruent, the one you know? Her eyebrows were looking pretty pretty wild last night. MJ's were looking not just laminated, guys. Laminated? They were they were looking like, um, what's the other word I came up with? Balayage. <laughs> Micro bleeding, yeah. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, she better just grown in. She probably like exchanges Four. goods and services with a local esthetician. I'm sure. This little laser hair removal done, some microblading. Mm-hmm. They probably just practice on each other in in the hairstyling community. I'm sure. <laughs> laser hair me. Ouch! Ouch! Does that hurt? I heard that it's kind of like being snapped with like a rubber band over and over again. What? Yeah. Oh. Every single follicle? Mm-hmm. Well, every time they zap you, yeah. How cool. thick of a rubber band are we talking? Uh, I don't know. I haven't experienced it. The next time I... Yeah, uh... but just think about the areas that get dehaired. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pretty sensitive areas. Armpits. Uh-huh. Chest pubes. Sure. Ball fro. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Thank you, Emily, for going along. You know, that's what I'm here for. Um, that's why I'm a lover. So, I mean, God, whatever. We don't really have to... You know, you know what I did actually enjoy, though? 
was getting some of the deleted dates, deleted scenes. Oh, you know what I didn't enjoy about one of those deleted dates? I potentially missed out on so many water feature kisses Uh, in the hide and seek uh, scene because Bree found Matt and they went into the hot tub for who knows how long and did (laughs) God knows what until someone else found them. You know Matt was kissing. So there's there's an asterisk next to this season is what I'm trying to say. You're right. You're right. right. It's a good point. The producers, they had it out for you. They heard clearly and they, they gave you a bad edit. Yeah. Clear. And they fed Logan information about Michelle. Yep. Knew it. Knew it. Allegations. Classic. Come full just circle. Allegations. The bloopers very rarely make me laugh, but, uh, you know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, really, it's uh, always funny to see people fall. Yeah. I'm always in on people falling. Really yes. kind of uncomfortable amount of editing to get Serena P's butt in the, uh, in the hot tub on on camera when when matt was popping a bone ski there at the end of the blooper reel <laughs> i think i said that exact thing boner city usa population the wood plank hot tub james that matt um yeah yeah i don't really have anything else so what do we think about what do we think about the dramatic conclusion that none they of us see coming. We know coming. what happened, but we probably don't. The only person Matt ever says I love you back to is Rachel. Rachel Kirkinell. How could she not win? How could she not win in these trying times? Unprecedented in these, times. In these unprecedented okay, times. I will say I was very shocked to see that they bring Matt's dad on the show. Yeah. I yeah. feel really bad for Matt if that's like a surprise to him kind of yeah. given how he's like opened up about like they don't really have a relationship and it seems like they hey, were having a very uncomfortable conversation so i would feel so badly if that was like they sprung him. him on that yeah sprung that on him yeah i kind of think like in light of that i would not be surprised if matt breaking down to chris was actually that. more about like his conversation with his dad and then it also seems like he did not have a great relationship uh, conversation with his mom either yeah i think i think that's what it's about Dude, his mom else. every time they cut to her i like audibly gasp like <laughs> that is a wild look to just be trotting out on national tv but shout out to her owning it she does it confidently very like very pink rouge cheeks mm. the sort of peacockian hair situation it's wild it's almost cartoonish <laughs> Someone's very, there. very 80s. Yzma. She's got some like Yzma. blue eyeshadow on. It's a little Yzma vibes. Oh, that's a good call. Crack. Crack. Pull the lever. <laughs> 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 it's one uh, of my favorite movies, guys. I love it. Uh, Might even watch it this weekend. We back. Who we, says we, no? We bring it back. All, we bring it up all the time. Every week. Yeah, you got to watch it. Along with the Jurassic Park. Right. I'll add it to my list. Excellent. Sure. Liar, liar. Wink, wink. Big time, Mentiroso over here. Uh, all right, so uh, real quick update on the score has not changed since last week. Emily and Logan locked up fifteen eighty five apiece, <laughs> heading into the final. Jordan bringing in the rear with eleven ninety five. Uh, Jordan still on the board though. You have Bree. Logan has Michelle. 
Nobody drafted Rachel because we're really Idiots. we're really good at this. The dumbest boys and girls we're in school. We're professionals. You know, it kind of worked out for us though because none of us had to do like a half-hearted defense of someone yes. on our team and be like, "Well, at least at least she's <laughs> gonna potentially win." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, if, yes. if she were on your team and you won, you'd feel really. Weird. No, I no, I wouldn't. You guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jordan, I Jordan would feel needs, really. Jordan really needs these dubs. Pretty yeah. bad at this point. Dubs are dubs. He's feeding for some dubs. Have we got anything else to say? No. So, uh, has there been any college football news? Jordan, what do you, where do you want to take this? Go for it. Well, I was going to ask a uh, Bachelorette update real quick. Cause, so oh, yes. they had started filming when we did our last episode. Is that correct? New Mexico? No. no. They've announced where they're filming. Announced. Okay. But yes. they have not announced who the Bachelorette is yeah. officially yet. Although there's been rumors it that it's Katie. usually start filming she was for a little while. <laughs> during the tell-all, it seemed. Since it doesn't air until like, I think it's like May or June, oh. they usually start filming like a couple weeks after The Bachelor ends versus gotcha. like, yeah. So. so keep your little ojos peeled on the Reality Steve account. I'm sure he'll be dumping some news. It definitely seems shortly. like Katie was uh, campaigning. I was getting some campaign vibes from like uh, Abby a little bit too. And he was kind of asking her like, what does like love look like for you now? Uh, there's someone else too. What kind of question? Serena. I would not be shocked. Serena P. I would be down for a Serena P. Season oh. because they would yes. bring probably younger guys, which are stupider guys, also, yes. which would be a lot more fun to. Which is always to. super. Yeah. I don't know that I really need Katie as Bachelorette. I'm I I kind of feel like I would get some clear. Well. That might not be a fair, but I do feel like I get some Claire Crawley vibes a bit of just like almost the need to like call people out on their, mm. I don't know if I'm making any sense. You know, where it just seemed like Claire was doing a lot of the like, you better be here for the right reasons. Because like, I am. I am. Yeah, right. And my heart's like, I get yeah, that. Kind of carrying this badge of like, I, I will always speak what's on my mind. Yes. And so using that as like a, a get out of jail free card to just yes verbally confront yeah. people. The, the That's one what thing, I'm afraid yeah. like Katie would do. And even though like she had a fun entrance to the season, I think we overplay that a little bit. Like, oh, she's the vibrator girl. Like, but most of her time on the season wasn't necessarily fun. Like, whereas like someone like Serena P, I thought she brought fun energy. She was just it's very, very like hearted. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I need out of a bachelorette. Yeah, I think Bruce should be the Bachelorette. Oh, I would love to see that too, but I kind of think she deserves better. I sure. Agree. You yeah. think Ab you think Abigail does too? Then. Oh, I mean, yeah. I just want Abigail to settle down with Brendan and have beautiful babies. I but... would posit that I think Bree is very much like Matt in that she is totally nice and attractive, yeah. and totally bland and boring. And I don't think it would be a very like I don't think it would be a very fun season i'm not necessarily saying we need to have claire out here like telling yosef to like <clears throat> kick rocks or anything but <clears throat> excuse me but i just don't know that i would be super excited about this yeah now i i do agree with you on katie though i i, I do feel like there could be some like okay we get it katie you're you're enlightened or you're self-confident you know. you're empowered you're independent right 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 which could get laid on a little thick which is like those are good things. Yeah. But I don't need them with my bachelorette. 
I need a lot more on edge. You can get them with your bachelorette, but just like I want them in different doses, almost. Sure, sure, sure. I see. I feel like I just need more raging insecurity and and general uh, unsteadiness out of my bachelorette. It makes it for a much more fun viewing experience. And who knows? They could pick someone from a previous season too. Taisha. Add it again. I don't see them going back to the Peter well. I think that that was kind of like a, a um, What does that mean? Well, I I unfortunately <laughs> think that Peter's cool. Peter's season oh, Peter came back, of women got they were just not a well liked bunch. Well, well then what do you think about this group? They're not very well liked. Well, no, there are a few more people who endeared themselves to us on this season. You got yeah. but again, because they're so endearing, I almost don't want them to be the bachelor. Yeah. I feel like it's just polarizing now. Like, you either really like the people or you're just like, that. this is one of the worst people I've ever seen. Like, there are few people that you're kind of, like, neutral on. Mm-hmm. Fewer people that you're kind of neutral on. Sure. It's very tribal. There's a few people who have been, like, kind of campaigning for a while now for Tia. <clears throat> Tia. Yes, she was the one on Paradise who was, like, in love with Colton. They had, like, met up previously. And do you remember this? She's very Southern. Very Southern. She she was one of the contestants on Ari's season. Excuse me. Yeah. Tia Booth. Hmm. So how many seasons ago would this have been? Oh, this is gosh. probably three seasons of Paradise ago at least, right? So let's see. We had Peter, then Colton, and before Colton, I think, was Ari. So, like, if you include Matt, like, four Bachelors ago. Okay. But but she and Colton were in love on Paradise? Yeah, so he – okay. Timeline. Sorry, I muted you. Go ahead. Uh, she and Colton met and went on a few dates, but then he went on Rachel, not Rachel, Becca Kufrin's season of The Bachelorette oh. as a contestant. And so they both went on Paradise, and Tia was hoping he'd be there because she's like, oh, there's this guy. He and I had gone on a few dates before he went on The Bachelorette. I'd love it if he was here. They kind oh. of spent their whole time together in Paradise, and then... Pretty much, I think he like found out he was going to be Bachelor while he was on in Paradise, and like was like, "All right, see ya, I'm out of here." And uh, she went home too because she just couldn't stay and find love. So anyway, she's been a name that's been dropped like a few times as a potential Bachelorette. She's well loved in Bachelor Nation. It's a good start. I feel like the one thing Katie does have going for her though is she doesn't like. Claire was like a, uh, a a lifer, you know. She had been she's been in every iteration of the show, uh, which is a veteran, crazy. Of the, a yes. franchise a, veteran, a, and like it, in her mind, the way she talked about it was always like, "Oh, this is like I, I know what I I've been through so much, and now I really know what I want." It was like, but the only time and it would appear that you ever look for love is on reality TV shows. The one thing I will say. After getting this season of having a you can say more fairly that, unknown Bachelor, right? Who had not been on any of the pre like yeah. any Bachelor franchise shows ever before. It is kind of nice, like, for example, with Tasha, 
we saw her on Colton season. We got to see her in Paradise. So, like, you know a bit about her going into it, whereas, like, we really knew nothing about Matt, nor really learned that much about him. So I do think <laughs> I kind of like having someone who's been in the franchise and feels a little more familiar. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. As a lead. The only way in is to be one of the contestants and to just pour your heart out uh-huh. and be there for the right reasons. What if they pulled someone from them. like the Listen to Your Heart franchise? And involved oh them into the big leagues. The Jed look like guy. Oh, but who would they pick of the girls? Like Rudy? I have no Rudy? idea. I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, I feel like I a it. lot of the girls on there didn't necessarily have cachet that yeah. have you have need. The for, yeah, so to speak. Yeah. If you catch my drift. If you catch your drift. Anyway. Oh, that's a big yawn. Sorry. It's probably time to wrap things up, huh? Sorry, I didn't mean it that way. No, but <laughs> you can take it that we way if you it. want to. No, it's all good. All right, so we look forward to uh, landing this ship and having a few months off uh, Oof, from, yeah. from Bachelor Talk here. I got to recharge the bats and get my zest back for this game. Um, I feel like I haven't been at my best you know, these past couple of weeks. And, We've really know. hit the hit the freshman fatigue yeah. Yeah. this season. Yeah. I'm working on. I gotta. I gotta get back in the lab. I gotta work on myself. Gotta work on my game. Bring fresh eyes. Oh, the other gotta, news I gotta that talk we, to reality, Steve. we messaged about was uh, the after the rose host was. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Mr. Emmanuel Acho. Thoughts, feelings. Yeah. Jordan, I, I want to hear your thoughts and feelings. So I like. I've I said in the group chat I have mixed feelings. <laughs> I like. I just don't love Mr. Acho as a TV personality. And I don't know that this is an environment that suits him well. Like it's a, it's a splashy name and figure to get for this position, especially in light of why he is filling an open spot, why that spot is open in the first place. Um, he works but, for ESPN, yes? No. I think he Not was anymore? ESPN and now he's on Fox. Really? Okay, I so believe. that's interesting. Um, but don't quote me on that. I just figured it would have been a natural fit if he was still with ESPN because that's all a Disney property. And well, I think that's kind of like why he had an in potentially oh, okay. is because gotcha. he was at least at one point on ESPN. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just like his, his delivery style for whatever reason, just like not not my favorite to watch. And I haven't seen him do a lot of like interviewing uh, situations. It's more just like talking on a panel or uh, debating or doing the skip, skip Bayless type stuff, which I having way too strong of a take on sports. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I, maybe, maybe you'll do great at it. I don't know. It's certainly a possibility, but uh, yeah. I don't know. How do you feel, Emily? Uh, hmm. I don't really know how I... I don't know that I have really strong feelings about it either way. Um, the one thing I said is it is interesting that he's the host and Rachel posted that picture on her social media reading his book just the other week. So that's that's interesting. <laughs> Makes me more nervous that she definitely wins. But, um, yeah, I... Um, 
Hmm. I don't know. Compelling thoughts. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just no, it's okay. I don't have much of an opinion either way about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, me neither. I, I think I kind of join in with you, Jordan. I have at times bristled at, like, the Emmanuel Acho experience in the context of where I would see him, which would be, like, mostly sports-related, yeah. like, debate shows. And I just don't really like that style of, like, take sports so seriously. You have to have really strident, obnoxious opinion about it, and everyone else is wrong and an idiot if they don't agree with you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I don't want to say that's, like, how he is at all times. Um, I think he's tried to, over this last year especially, kind of rebrand himself as a bit of a guru on some of the race talk and stuff that's, um, you know, been prevalent in the country. And I think that's a good thing. And yeah. I think he could hopefully bring some, like, valuable uh, perspective and stuff there. I just – I hope it doesn't – and <laughs> I, I probably say this from a privileged position, but, like, I hope it doesn't turn into, like, a, a uh, deposition yeah on yeah. on the on the uh the show because i don't think the show benefits from that i don't really know that i don't think rachel benefits from that i i don't think that matt comes out from that looking very good either so it's just yeah. kind of like i know this is it doesn't all need to be about image but um i i guess i just want to I would I would hate for it to turn into a deposition um, in which someone has to answer for every single thing um, that they uh, you know have done or said or and then Matt conversely has to answer for why he chose her you know right, and stuff like that which you know cause... isn't fair for the situation and I just think I think it has the potential to be very uncomfortable sure. and that might be a good thing I think good good whoa synergy. So yeah, I mean, and I may, there, a healthy amount of discomfort is probably warranted. Yeah. But I, I also just like I don't want the whole show to just be like a, a, a read the riot act to Rachel and and um, you know, come down in that situation. So I, I don't think it will be again from like some of some of the uh, uncomfortable conversations of the black man videos I've watched. Um, I think he does a really good job of like having having these conversations without it being like condemning or necessarily like cool. shaming and being much more like hey let's talk like human to human and like yeah we're gonna be real and i'm also gonna kind of let you know like how it is or how that comes across but i think he enters these conversations with a lot of grace yeah as well awesome. and compassion and so I, I think that's the part that i'm at least feeling positive about is i don't think it's necessarily going to be this like condemning deposition that you're maybe nervous it could be right and i i think that just is colored by my experience with emmanuel Acho's sports personality yeah. um not necessarily emmanuel i don't i mean I, I don't think i've tuned into very much of the uh conversations with black men series uh maybe i should check that out that might yeah. be a good i thing. think it would change your maybe opinion going into the after the final yeah, because I think I think he approaches. I've only seen two or three of them, maybe, but I I got the sense that he was approaching the uncomfortable part of it as not so much a I'm gonna make you feel guilty and ashamed right. of where you're coming from. Uncomfortable. It's just uncomfortable because these are truths that are happening, yeah. and we don't really talk about it, and so right. it's uncomfortable to do that to shine a light on it now right. but it right. it's a necessary uncomfortable not right. a right. not a like, antagonistic uncomfortable 
Yeah. Almost like addressing the whole, like, we shouldn't shy away from having these conversations. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I wasn't trying, hopefully, to, to Oh, no, that. that's not how it came across. I was just backing up what Jordan said, that, like, I think that's something Emmanuel Acha does well, is, like, I like how you said that. It's not called uncomfortable, uncomfortable conversations with a black man to, like, I'm going to make these people feel uncomfortable. It's, no, like, I think because historically because of the civil rights movement and everything it just became more of like hey we're going to make these changes but we're also not going to necessarily like talk to each other about them or learn from them or like grow and i think what our society really needs is the ability to have these very difficult conversations and be like okay with it like hey like we can acknowledge this is uncomfortable and difficult and we're going to navigate it through Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have grace for each other in that yeah part of the part of that growth that needs to happen is the whole like reckoning and coming to terms with it and that it's part of the past it's like Mm -hmm. the whole like you really got to get into the wound and clean it out before it's gonna fully heal you can't just like slap something over top of it and yep and move on Yeah. yeah so yep well said so yeah, we'll see how it goes. So we have two more episodes. Well, oh no, did they do the double episode next week? No, hold Monday on. Let's Tuesday? see what we got left. Because we either have two or three episodes left, depending on oh, if they do a double episode. No, there's there's three girls that could get fantasy sweeted. Yeah, and then bang that out in like one forty five minute span. They go on a date. They no, so hands, the fantasy suite is usually one episode, and then we usually get like the final two. But it depends on like, do they make that one episode or break it into two? Oh, where he has like the final date, and then he talks to his family, and then does mm-hmm. the proposal potentially. When do they meet his family? The, After the final suites, two. Right? Yeah. That's always good. Yeah. Hey, Mom, these are the two that graduated. Yeah. All right, these so it says school. that there's... These are the two varsity. Daddy's school. Make it the bedrock. It says that there's 12 episodes total. But how many have we had? Way too many already. Oh, no. Also, they shouldn't... They just shouldn't... They sh- I think moving forward, they need to do away with this whole, like, bringing oh, no. in a new crew in the middle thing. Yeah, that was probably too much. We have three left. Does that include after the final rose? So we have episode 10, which is week nine. Rise of Skywalker. Which is the fantasy suite. Then we've got episode 11, which is the finale, and then we have after the final row. What are the dates on all these? So the 20, the 15th is the finale. March 15th. But the, sorry, thank you. What did I say? No, I was just clarifying. Oh, okay. The 15th. And then it just says after the final rows, it says the 15th also, but that's the original. So, so maybe they're airing at the same time, but I don't know why oh, so they're it's calling it's like a hybrid separate. episode. So yeah, but 8th, I don't know. I think it's going to be two episodes because I think if if they're having it as episode 11 and episode 12, what they're probably going to do is like give us a little bit of like the after the final rose across two episodes. 
kind of like what they did in like Peter's season. But mm. we'll find out. Hopefully, oh, there's only Remember two left. Remember what a train wreck the end of Peter's season was? <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Those were great times. My girl Hannah Ann out here winning it for the squad. Love it. <sighs> Hate to see it. Her Instagram is pretty wild. You've been on Hannah Ann Sluss's Instagram recently? I, I can't say I have. She Not like a big fan. turned into some sort of like weird foodie juicer. Interesting. She's just like always posting her grocery haul. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, I've caught, I've caught a couple of grocery hauls. Big TJ's fans love Trader Joe's. Naturally. Green juice, green juice for days. Probably has Vitamix. Anyhow. All right, guys, let's wrap this one up for the third time. We will bring this baby home. It's been fun. Uh, kind of a serious episode of the podcast. Shout out to us, you know? Just doing it. Out here doing it. That's right. Giving the people what they want. Thank you for joining us, though. If you made it this far, God bless you. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter, wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com. You can go to the website, thewheelroute.com, and stream the show right there, or you can uh, download it and play it. Your favorite podcast acquisition service. Easy for me to say. Uh, go Gators. Go Hoots. May the roses ever be in your favor, boys. <laughs> <laughs>